trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all inside the My 20. concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so Parsons on the move. And like a Parsons is on. He's not Hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third long. It's Von Miller. Putting his stamp on this one. Good for you. <laughs> I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends. This is us. Scars you. The ball comes out of his hand toward the end zone. Picks up. Feels bad for Deshaun Watson <laughs> coming back and having terrible in performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. This is more football talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. America. Just kidding. That's morning. Good morning, America. It is, of course, blunt football talk. Now, now I'm going to mute you because you have no self-respect that the music's playing and you're a guest instead of the studio. It should be. Don't do that, Preston. Stay muted till I talk. You heard what I said. What did you say to me? You heard what I said. No, I didn't. Actually, I really didn't hear what you said to me. I can't oh, hear you. Oh, I was talking about watch. That's it. Why can't you hear me? I, I don't know. I've got everything I need in. I can barely hear you, sir. I hear you fine. Chris, how are you here? Well, yeah, because I'm sexy. <laughs> how about your you, back, Your background music is too loud. I turned it down already. Here, let's do this. Is that better? Yeah. Look at sluts. Yes, you whore. Fucking sluts. So, boys. Okay. How about this? How's it going there, Chris? Be doing better if the Lions didn't give up in the second half. I mean, honestly, I'm not even mad at you for saying it. Because did you lie? It's not wrong. We're going to get back to that in a second. Um, Of course, we've got a few headlines to discuss before we can do any of that. So I didn't imagine that we probably imagine imagine that we probably need to get to our headlines. Yeah, so I guess that would be a proper. It's time for the hurry up headlines. What your boy? Hurry up, bitch! Hurry up! Uh oh! Like a rush. Hurry up, bitch! Hurry up! That's the that's the sound I hear in my head when I play quarterback. <laughs> it whistles and then says, "Hurry up, bitch! Hurry up!" Can't catch you off guard. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> so let me lean back in my chair. Grab my microphone here. Lean back. Lean, lean back. back. Lean back. There's like a little handle you pull out, and then you can really lean like a cholo. So. Oh, in a lowrider, I say. Orale. So. Let's go to my first headline. I think it's one of the biggest headlines of the week so far coming into this week outside of actual football gameplay, right? And that's Dan Quinn is uh, going to the Commanders. I'm calling this the biggest hire of the week. Um, What about the biggest redaction of the week? Hold up that thought. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, good. Most of the good humor. I wrote you back. I (laughs) I sent you the same thing at the same time. Then I wrote you back and told you I was a god. I think there's a lot <laughs> to back there. 
in the fan. You are a soothsayer, sir. Uh, a soothsayer. I'm a soothsayer. A soothsayer. A soothsayer. There we go. It's just really ironic that it worked out exactly how my meme to you did. Oh my right? <laughs> like, I saw that, I was like, this motherfucker did that. Click, click. For those of you that are interested in trade chat for this show, uh, when we do planning, it's really a chat mostly of us talking shit about our jobs, our like real nine to five jobs, and then yeah. football jokes. You dick jokes every once in a while, but that's basically the of our chat. Cool. Um, we got jokes. Do you? Now, um, I will say this though. So Dan Quinn, obviously the defensive mind behind the Cowboys' early success early on in the season this year. Also, I'm mm-hmm. the Cowboys' failure against the Buccaneers as well, though. Isn't that the same Dan Quinn who was coaching the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl where they had the lead? And then he's coordinator when the Patriots came back? Who? What? What the Patriots came back? Was he the coordinator? No, I'm asking. Did I, did I misunderstand? No, it was Dan Quinn, the the head coach of the Falcons when they were in the Super Bowl. Is this the same Dan Quinn? Oh, you mean Dan Quinn when the when the Patriots came back, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so we're talking about the same okay. game. We're understanding each other. I got you. Yes, yes. Okay. Right, also, we're at least on the same game. That's that's new. Yes. <laughs> um, Amazingly. But yes, this is the same Dan Quinn that seems to lose leads. Fun fact. Um, I'll say this. I think they need to figure out who their offensive coordinator is going to be in very quickly. And the reason I say that is, is because that's the guy that's going to have to work in all likelihood with their their draft pick, which they have the number two pick overall in the draft, which is going to give them one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft. I digress. By the way, don't forget, coming this March, the tray list, the top quarterbacks in the draft, who should and when should they be drafted. And rarely do I get it wrong. Let me put it that way. I got Will Unless Levis. Came from Ohio State. I got Will Levis right. Draft him late in the first round, early in the second round, and then bench him for at least half the season and let him learn what happened. I got I mean, that. Bench like, you know, he he was back on the field yeah. for a minute, but yeah. Right now, like, so talk about that C.J. Stroud though that you got right too there, Trey. Oh fuck you. Yeah, yeah, fuck you too. yeah. yeah. Fuck you too. I said unless they from Ohio State. Again, unless they because we all we all shat on him. We all shat on him. I, I, I'm not even ashamed of it. I literally shat on his entire college career because he went to Ohio State. Not going to lie. Literally didn't even like Joe Burrow until Cincinnati drafted him. Just because he went to Ohio State at one point. Neither one of you are from Michigan, so that's kind of weird. I know. Oh, I, I just hate Ohio State. I got friends and family there, so. Yeah, Chris, you know, like, my family's literally from the border of Michigan and Ohio. It's called Toledo. And so, you know, oh, so, Ohio? Oh, I'm sorry. They don't That's, know whether they're Michiganders or Ohioans. Yeah, Toledo people literally do not know whether they're Ohio people or Michigan people. There's been a, there's a, guys, look it up. There's a fun. Michiganders, as he said. Michiganders. Look up the Ohio State, the Ohio State Michigan rivalry really derives out of a militia rivalry battle. Like, they were like, hey, why don't we just fucking play football and stop killing each other? Because the border was battled back before Michigan became a state. Yep. Ohioans, Michiganians, militias fought each other and had many little skirmishes along what's referred to as the Toledo Strip. 
Yeah, that's how. And it's a strip of land that includes Toledo in it, by the that's way. That's how Toledo became Toledo because uh, Michigan gave that part of the land. <laughs> I was like, hey, listen, we got a I'm pretty sorry. good idea I'm of how sorry. Toledo. Fuck <laughs> it, you can have it. Is this how Jersey, <laughs> you know, instead of Ohio, just yeah, kidding. New York looked at Jersey and was like, you know what, you can have that. Just you know what, let the river be the border. <laughs> just fucking keep it over oh, there. That's why Detroit's just smaller. That's all. <laughs> now, next headline: What will Brock Purdy have to do? It's a question more than a headline. What will Brock, Brock Purdy have to do to gain Trey's respect? Be traded from the Niners. Dude, dude, my written answer is win as not a 49er with a smiley face. That's what I've written down. I'll send you a fucking picture. Yes, group will win. That was today's trivia. Podcast P with the layup. No, I'm just like, no, I, I do have an honest answer despite what I wrote down. Okay, wait. No, what I wrote down was my honest answer. I have an analytical answer that is more, probably more similar to So, I mean, honestly, he's going to have to win the Super Bowl in dramatic fashion. Like, he is going to have to put up. Every time he puts the ball up there, they're going to catch it and score. Not and the defense is going to have to shut down. Not no, at all. No, what's he going to have to do? What's he going to have to do? I'm talking about Brock Purdy as a legacy player and Brock Purdy as a legacy, right? Uh-huh. I don't think he has to do anything to gain my respect anymore. And I'm going to tell you why. We'll get to a little bit more in depth when we discuss the breakdown of the games here a little is bit later. Of his nickname? No, Brock the Cock. That is not why. Although I, I wildly enjoy that nickname. Extra credit points. Awesome. Extra credit points, absolutely. Fucking awesome when you can bring some dick, some BD, some some big dick game into it at the same time with your nickname. Yeah, good for you, motherfucker. I love it. Now, with that said, though, um, right? I did, I did fuck that up, but that's okay. Yeah, you did. Um, energy, same difference. Hey, by the way, right around the time that song came out, Cammy's watching a, um, a a reality show that they're at around when that time came out, mm-hmm. and this. This country ass chick was like, you know, I'm about getting tired of you coming up in here with this big dick energy that ain't real. And I was like, damn. She just said you got a little dick, bro. <laughs> Low key just said you got a little dick. So um, anyway, so next, uh, no, I'll tell you the truth. He's already won my respect. And I'll tell you why. Sorry, Chris. But last week when he literally used his legs, put the game on his shoulders and made three perfect passes in coverage to people who are in coverage, right? Um, to, or to people that who are covered right here. Bro, that one was lit. I think that one was in yeah. double or triple coverage. Like, and he put yeah. it right in what's called the, there's a window right about, window. well, there's a window about six and a half to 10 feet off the ground that you know you can throw in because your boy can get up. Like, as a former, you know, competitively playing guy that played that specific position, I'm telling you. I, I Like, dude, there's a game I won where I literally knew I could throw the ball about where the 10-foot rim would be, right, on a basketball court, and throw it to the back of the end zone, which would be equivalent to the baseline of a basketball court, right? And I knew my tight end would go right up and get it because he plays – fucking forward in basketball right like so you know those things as a player he knew 
the perfect window to throw it in, and he threw it to the right window. There's a couple of times that he could have threw the check down, and get this. Like, hear me out as a guy who breaks down film and understands his position well. Like, not just the position as a coach, but the position as a thinker too, right? Like, how you're supposed to think through the process. Most quarterbacks, if they're not traditionally runners, do not think to run. Let me just clear that up, okay? It's the last option. I'm going to stay in here and try to make the throw because my arm is greater than my legs, right? Unless you're a running quarterback, you don't think run as as a check down right you look for your check down receiver okay i digress as i wrap this this explanation up what i saw him do and where he earned my respect is is that in my opinion detroit did not respect his legs whether he did or did not prior to this game the boy looked at the check down and instead of throwing it which in all likelihood would have caught this is like three times, by the way. I just want to make this clear. This is three times critically in the second half when it matters. Brock Purdy looked at the check down and instead of letting it go and or never even had to look at the check down because of a word we like to use in the quarterback room called recognition, right? Never mm-hmm. had to che- never had to look at the check down or looked at the check down and saw that it was going to be uh, basically for a loss or very little yards and snapped back in front of him and realized – nobody's covering me. I am the check down. Start, start, get the wheels turn and go. And he did that three times when, and what, and, and for, first off game winning drive was on a third down and like 12, by the way, uh, something like third and 12, third and nine. I don't Facts. remember the yardage. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I re- wrote down the yardage. I didn't write that down, but I wrote down that there was a ridiculous amount. Final third down, final drive, third down play that they, that Brock Purdy, I believe two times on the drive, but more importantly on that third down, won the fucking game with his legs essentially on his own. So shouldn't these coaches be teaching these quarterbacks how to run? Well, they do, but it's not, but listen. No, could you Separate. imagine Peyton, running, try, Peyton Manning trying to Peyton running? That's never going to be a name he gets called again. Anyway, could you imagine Peyton, Peyton Manning never could run trying to take off from somebody to the likes of like um, uh, 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 Donald, you know, Aaron Donald, um, to the likes of oh, that big ass forehead slows him down. Outrunning Hutch, that there's no aerodynamics in that dome. No. There's not that big ass head slows him down. I'm not trying to like be funny about it, but no, that that's like. <laughs> That's extra weight trying to maneuver it around. You you got to be able to move your head quick. And I think if he moved it too quick, he might stop it. Okay, that's a joke. I'm a million. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if he moves too quick. <laughs> right? That's what, it's, that's what it looks if like. If he moves, moves too it too quick, quick, it's going to snap. If he moves too quick, the title change and the rotation of the Earth's degree moves. <laughs> I just ask him not to do it. <laughs> I was going to go oh, that no. big, dog. I was just going to say his, his neck kind of snaps if he falls over. <laughs> it's like a bobblehead doll that's overweighted at the top. <sighs> yeah. I heard you. I'm just capitalizing yeah. on that opportunity. <laughs> We're right, expanding guys, so, on the idea. Expanding okay. on your idea right, like a right. true scientist. No, anyway. Um, so I just think it is absolutely brilliant, shall I say, for a lack of better words. It is absolutely amazing what we Maze balls of seeing what we were provided the luxury of getting to enjoy um, in, 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 in watching what he did. And guys, I hate that he's a fucking 49er, but because he's Mr. Irrelevant, if he can find a way to win that Super Bowl, 
and he wins MVP, I'll rock his jersey. I'll just be pissed off it's another fucking white one. <laughs> I'm over oh, like, God damn it. Let's go back to back, Dad, just so I can get a red jersey instead of a white jersey. Even my son said, he said, Dad, this might actually legit, legitly be your your best chance or in in most people thought maybe your second best chance because of what happened with the, the nobody thought the bucks were literally going to completely obliterate the 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 o line of the chiefs we just knew it was going to be rough on them you know wait hold on they're both oh wait, wait. Hold on. i was just saying that, that i thought that was a red jersey for sure that year yeah, even though I was, yeah. I was trying to be a good friend and root for you after well no but you really, had I, no idea the bucks were like eating Kansas city alive I'm like I'm fucking lie to you. I wasn't even trying to be nice and a good friend. I actually went with you because after Tom got back to the Super Bowl, I was like, look, hang it up, bro. Honestly, unless you're Eli Manning, I don't worry about you playing Tom. <laughs> That's facts, though. That's straight facts. He only loses to Eli Manning in the Super Bowl. I'm trying to make a joke, actually, for once. It's <laughs> funny. Um, so he guys, does not lose the Super Bowl unless to Eli Manning. Oh shit! It's selling me. The legitimate question for you, gentlemen. We'll go around the we'll go around the virtual room here, as we like to call it. Um, what is next for the Cowboys? And what I mean by is the Cowboys' defense, because the D in Dallas stands for departed, as in like their defensive coordinator, as in like the departed of injuries, and as in the as in the dehearted, as in disheartening that. After they might be able to get away with like franchising Micah Parsons, this, uh, he's going to his fourth year, right? Yeah, no, he's going to want a deal this year because he's in the last year of his rookie deal, right? Um, so exactly, and then they can do their couple years of franchise tagging them that they can do. What about certain, Trayvon? We'll tell you certain positions they can only do it like once, not twice. It also depends on how high you were drafted, you know, there's a lot that goes into that, like. Listen, understanding who can be, um, what's the word, uh, franchise tagged and how and why based on where they were drafted and all that and what collective bargaining agreement, you know, it gets a lot of stuff there. There's a lot to unpack. Isn't uh, Trayvon's deal about up? Isn't he about to be a free agent? He's a second round draft pick, so I don't think you can franchise tag him once anyway. No, I'm saying, isn't he about to be a free agent to like leave? He may be. We have to look that up. Um, Be really unfortunate if he was. And here's why. Because you took an L in an or an injury for that matter, an I. You took an I instead of an L. Took an L and an I. Whatever. You, but right, either way, he hasn't played all year. Um, well, no, nah, they nah, dude. He played half the year before he got hurt, and that Dallas defense yeah, was. Well, I had him yeah, in my that's what I, meant. I don't know what they was really doing. <clears throat> you know, you might have lost games, but yeah, the defense was scoring points all that time. If, if yeah, I, honestly, if he would have been healthy, I think the Cowboys might have actually made it at least to play the Niners. Okay, so let me ask this though, guys. So what what next for the defense? They got to find a new defensive coordinator. I don't think Bill Belichick wants to answer to fucking Mike McCarthy. Let's be real. And then um, the uh, and then uh, no, actually, no, 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 no. That's why I'm laughing. You might be onto something there. For head coaching jobs. We'll get to that later in the show. Chris, I'm just saying. Chris, what next for the Dallas D besides deep throating everybody's offense? If they don't pull their head out of their asses, they're going to have a hard time next year. That's for sure. I think that you're going to have a hard time getting the Parsons deal done with Dax money. Yeah. yeah, unless they re- Dak redoes his contract some kind of way. And I think it's – Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, okay. just, uh, just, someone's taking shots at someone to lower their payment. It's a relative of someone and so on and so forth. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they've got a lot of work ahead of them trying to, you know, fill that defense position. Oh, I was going to say just trying to quiet CD mom's CD lamb's mom on Twitter. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> No, please finish, Chris. That was just comedic pausing to be funny and a douchebag about what his mom said. That's all, buddy. I don't think he knows what C.D. Lamb's mom said. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, he knows I'm a comedic douchebag, though, for sure. Yeah, he knows that. Oh, no, he knows that part, but I I don't think he knows what C.D. Lamb's mom's been saying. Because I didn't know. Oh, C.D. Lamb's mom said... Dak ain't him. Get out of Dallas, basically. Not Dak get out of Dallas. CD need to get out of Dallas. Get out. Dude. Damn. Would I start the epic? that was epic. Without it being true? Never. Not me. (laughs) I mean, that was like some epic shit. I was like, you know, you're kind of right, though, because we already know how far. Jerry Jones has said, we're going to take us as far as uh, Dak can take us. And I'm like, well, we've already seen as far as that can take y'all. But yeah, they're going to stick with him. So how about about this? What about the Southern miser theory? (laughs) Hear me out here. Jerry Jones is a penny-pinching miser. Jerry Jones has never liked to pay anyone really that that big, big deal. You get what I mean by that, right? So, So stop. So Jerry Jones is literally a penny-pinching miser who does not like paying his people, you know, honestly, I'll be honest, what they're really worth in some cases, right? Because he wants to get the most out of you for the least amount of money because that's where business value comes in, right? Like, fuck the Cowboys, billion-dollar industry. Fuck the fr- franchises, number one. By the way, it's still the number one fan franchise in the world, right? No, no, you in the world i didn't say murk i just said the world they're not murk's team they've been murk's team at least 20 years they've been murk's team since the patriots won like their third or fourth super bowl bro seriously with the same they've been america's team for like 30 years bro basically since the patriots went to the super bowl right we all agree to that anyway basically when tom brady became the baby boy face of the nfl kind of like patrick mahomes joe burrows essentially is now um and uh and, and you know what's happening? I left out Allen because I have a problem with him, and we could talk about it on another show. But I'm just tired of people like Dan Orlowski on ESPN being Josh Allen apologists when the reality is they're like, you know, if it wasn't for this or that or this or that, he could get there. I, I would beg to differ that if it wasn't for all his interceptions, they would be seated higher and have an easier road to the Super Bowl every year. He's got a real good ability to contact with people, but just the wrong players. <laughs> he throws he throws completions all right. A lot of yes, touchdown right. completions to the other team, though. That's the issue. <laughs> anyway, um, but but turnovers get converted into points and cost you games or make you have to yep, fight like yep, yep. in them. Anyway, um, next one: Panthers quarterback or coordinator McDonald hired as the Seattle Seahawks' new head coach, defensive oh. guy. Lots of blitzing going to be going on. Well, uh, that's uh, it's great. It's great. They're not going to win a lot of games. I still think they got to get figure out how to get that quarterback whisper, you know, that really worked with Baker Mayfield and Geno Smith. It's now gone. They've already got him. I thought. So, so the draft. Think of the Panther. Oh yes, he did. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, he did. Right. <laughs> yeah, he did. I'm so sorry. You're right. The draft this year is going to be super important for a lot of teams. Then. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, isn't it every year? <laughs> You're replacing person. You're replacing broke down parts of your of your of your military essentially with fresh meat that you got to train up. But it's better fresh meat to the grinder. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. Mike Vrabel and Bel Belichick, no job at the time. All head coaching jobs filled. Do you guys got any takes on potentials? I think Vrabel is an as a DC somewhere. Yes, I can't see Belichick at his age being willing to sort of regress and take a step backwards right it's like i said it's uh this is belichick's retirement like when when as soon as it was announced he wasn't gonna be the coach I, he, he's gonna have to retire i don't see him anywhere else because he's bill belichick he hasn't changed his coaching style in 20 plus fucking years well let's get to the first of these two games that we got to break down and then we're going to go to break come back and break down the other game um we do not have we got a lot of stuff to still get through believe it or not but um, I do want to start with breaking down the first of the two games from last week, the Chiefs and the Ravens. And got to ask you, buddy, like, so in my opinion, first off, I want to say that the 49ers brought Purdy's legs on that last drive. The Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and of course, um, Travis Kelsey making almost, if not no mistakes in that game really um see you know going back and watching some film and looking at some stuff um I, i'm not going to take back what i'm about to say but i just want you to say i just want you guys to know that th those two things do weigh a little heavier on me now than my knee-jerk reaction which was what i sent to you podcast me after the ravens game which was call me crazy but if you lose to patrick mahomes by seven points and you turn the ball over three times you lost that game patrick mahomes didn't beat you facts you beat yourself <clears throat> it's sad sad doesn't it feel like that entire team like wasted the entire right up until that game it's almost like they had imposter syndrome we knew who they who we thought they were but they were like yeah no we're we we're not them I, I will tell you, like though, it's the biggest choke. there were some shoddy calls in that game that really should have been called in the Ravens' favor. And one call that was called on them that wasn't even legit. Um, so the... Who called it? Was that that referee that yeah, I told I you about? Say, is that that ref that paid, it paid. You were there were more penalties handed out to the home team than the away team, as you explained to us, Podcast P, last week. But I will tell you this. And if you go back and look at those penalties, dude, their false starts, their defensive encroachment, their personal fouls, those are three things you actually can fucking avoid. Don't false start. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying. Don't He calls it falsely. a personal foul. No, no. But there was like, for instance, Lamar made a terrible choice in throwing in triple coverage into the end zone on that pick, right? As an example, I'm going to give you right. one example. But prior to the pick, Dude is literally fucking tackled like while the ball is in the air midair and knocked out of the way to make a play on the ball or maybe make a defensive play on the ball. And you can't hit him before the ball is touched by anyone while it's in the air. So that should have been called pass interference and it should have been 
Baltimore's fall on the one. And I think that could have, maybe would have changed the game. And there's a lot of people online that literally hate Patrick Mahomes now um, that maybe didn't before in Baltimore, right? And it's because people are starting to believe in the GOAT syndrome. No, the GOAT syndrome. Because he's supposedly the best player, he gets calls called his way. I feel like the the same shit that uh, Tom Brady dealt with. It's a LeBron syndrome. Why LeBron will get a driving the lane call that in all likelihood on most other people would be called charging on the offense. But he'll get a blocking foul on the defense called in his favor. Um, I just, I think that there is a, because there were times where even I was like, man, y'all can't be calling that shit so 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 directly in Tom Brady's favor because right because people are gonna hate him because of the way you call the game so I saw a lot of hate online but I was laughing I was like look it's almost like you guys are still forgetting that those two or three calls that may not may or may not have changed the game I think the one in the end zone could have maybe um, made this game a little bit different down the stretch however I will tell you that Baltimore's multiple false starts, Baltimore's multiple defensive offside, Baltimore's pass interferences that were legit, were called and were seen. Most of them were very flagrant. And so you can tell, look, there are guys that were getting called and getting caught out of position. I'll tell you the truth. I think that Baltimore's offense choked. I think that's a fair statement because they should have ran the damn ball. Uh, Straight up, hardcore ran the ball. Um, and forced uh, Kansas City to come in the box and then threw over the top and stuff like that. Instead of throwing into... Like they've done all year. Why would you throw a a guy that's one-on-one into too high safety when... Now, now, I will tell you one thing. There should have been somebody on the opposite side of the field going that far up the field to tie one of the two safeties to the other other half of the field or outside the hash, as we call it, right? When you look at that play, nobody went fucking deep on the other side! I'm like, wait a minute. So, if you're hoping that safety stays tied to the other side of the hash, just for the visual of the listener, if you're hoping that that safety is tied to the left side of the hash because the interception took place on the right side of the hash, just to just to visualize this out, people, then why don't you? I blame that on the the play the play design because where is the guy? Unless the play design calls for a guy to be there and the guy changes route, where is the design? I, I I'm just lost. Using Jackson, how the NBA used Ah, they're doing them absolutely. I could not agree more that Lamar Jackson is being done kind of dirty, like um, like uh, like 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 Allen Iverson was. Oh, because he got braids and he from the hood and he don't want to get a fade cut in 97, 98, 99. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 he must be a bad person. Uh, he must be, he's too ghetto to be good. Sorry, guys. No, he's Everyone not. Thugs. I got told I was just built like a running back, so I shouldn't be a quarterback, honestly. And then I threw, and I, because I was short and stocky, you know. But then when I started slinging balls down the field 60 and 70 yards, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like that, that type well, of back, dis- get out there. Like, my bad, sir. That type of distance is hard to come across. You know what? Keep on, baby. Keep on. Thank you, Jackson, for listening in today. 
Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Industry Doctor. We appreciate the, yes. the, the stopping in and saying hi. Um, guys, so in this game, you hear that we're talking about the failures of Baltimore. Now, hypothetically, if this was a, you know, 34, 38 to, you know, 17 game, we would be talking about how Patrick Mahomes went in there and obliterated the Ravens. But the truth is, is Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and that defense took advantage of every tiny little mistake they made and only had to win by seven, essentially, if that makes better sense. You win how and when it matters. 1,000% Chris, you get a gold star for the day, brother. Now, you gotta go to break, guys. He said, hmm. Oh no, oh no, oh, no. five to seven minutes of, of freedom. Yeah, sure, it's horrible, right? Before we get out of here to break though, I wanna give you guys a quick heads up. Coming up next, we're gonna be breaking down the Lions and 49ers game. We're gonna be talking about Pro Bowl weekend that's going on and been going on. And of course, uh, Sunday's Pro Bowl game, the All-Star Weekend is this weekend, the Skills Challenge last night, and the game today. We'll be talking about that a little bit later as we transition into blunt sports talk here on Blunt Football Talk for the offseason of NFL. Too early for Super Bowl look ahead. Yes, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, but we're not going to make any predictions, boys, so keep those to yourselves for next week's show. Of course, the day before the Super Bowl, if you want to be here live for the next week's show, you got to be here at 11 a.m. Mountain. That is, of course, 1 p.m. Eastern. 12 Central, 10 Pacific. If you want to be in on the live show, get your comment read on the live show. Become internet famous for 15 minutes. Then do it. That's you need, yeah, I mean, honestly, try staying around for famous for longer than 15 minutes. It starts to fucking suck. I feel like you're screaming down a fucking empty hallway. You guys have heard me say that way too much, huh? So. I just scream into the void, my guy. It's all good. When we get back, we're going to be doing the way too early free agency look. And when we get back, we're going to be talking about, somebody said, well, no, I was going to say, somebody said, I want to God, I'll get, dig it, love it, ring, doggone it. And I want you to get a ring too, sir. But you got to get the work. You got to get it right. So let's do this though. Let's take a break. When we get back though, you know, it's blunt football talk. That's what Preston? That's pro football done unprofessional as fuck. Oh, Chris. happening what's happening it's your boy bubbles Sparks. if you didn't know prior to this moment you better know for sure anytime i'm rolling through colorado springs i'm checking out wake and bake america how could you not be listening to wake and bake on it down with cammy renee and mr trey all the way twice on sunday y'all probably ain't on, on sunday but it's all good y'all, y'all should be and there are a couple things about me you ought to know first. I drive kind of recklessly, I take a lot of chances, I never repair my vehicles, and I don't believe in traffic laws. So, yeah. so I tend to have quite a high number of traffic accidents. And last week, I either ran over a sheep or I ran over a small man wearing a sheepskin coat. And I don't know because I didn't stop. <laughs> I do not stop when I have a traffic accident. Do you? Huh? Do you? No, you can't. Hey, who has time? <laughs> not me. I hit somebody. I run somebody over. It's... 
I keep moving. Especially if I've injured someone. I do not get involved in that. I'm not a doctor. I've had no medical training. I'm just another guy out driving around looking for a little fun and I can't be stopping for everything. Hey, it's your girl, Cammy Renee, and you're listening to Wake and Bake America Show. You know I bring you the best. We're smoking. Look, everybody loves creativity, good food, and hard work. That's why it's so easy to love Sam's Creations. Sam's Creation is award-winning cannabis food creations. Find Sam's Creations on Facebook and Instagram with Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. Or place your order today at 719-283-1701. Are you troubled by pop culture references in the middle of the night? Do you or a loved one experience feelings of dread finding collectibles in your attic or basement? Joey, have you ever been in a Turkish prison? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Control all throw against wall. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your mind-numbing needs. We're We're ready ready to to believe you. I've been saying this for how long? <laughs> like I can't step outside naked. We jumped into the river. What did you do? Did you run the I jumped in. I let autocorrect make me look stupid on Facebook every day. With Luxembourg. I can't do it. It's Luxembourg. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. Oh, look at you, girl. <laughs> tracking app on it and it found that he's actually using that <laughs> welcome home gentlemen from the fourth infantry division fourth id oh, yeah. i think he was trying to be funny but it kind of escalated i think he was trying to hit her on a discount oh, oh. <laughs> the all right it's time to have that talk yeah i'm talking to you homeowner don't you try to run away town home renter and apartment renter look every time we move They charge us a ridiculous amount of money. Every time you need something remodeled, those people charge you a ridiculous amount of money. So this time, when I move, I got my whole deposit back. Now, I can't promise you the same results, but what I can tell you is I went through Quality Peak Customs. That's right. That's handyman and remodeling. And at Quality Peak Customs, they're going to take care of you the best they can to help you get the best job you can. So whether it's moving out, needing your apartment brushed up for the handover, your townhome, you want to rent that out, you need it fixed up for the big remodel, hey, that house... When's the last time you've done something? Well, when you do it, why don't you call Quality Peak Customs at 719-964-6871. That's 719-964-6871. You can also email Quality Peak Customs at qualitypeak.customs at gmail.com for your free quote today. You can check out Quality Peak Customs on Facebook as well. Let's go with Quality Peak Customs for your next move, your next remodel, or the next time you need a helping hand around your home is this steve yeah yes this is steve hi steve um i was actually calling you because um th- there was a mix-up at the hospital how, how do you make hold on hold on how do you mix up at the hospital like um well oh. actually uh when 
when we took your baby back to, uh, you know, clean him up and everything, we actually got him switched. How the f*** do you switch a baby? That's my question. How? How? Well, you know, nurses, you know, we work long hours and everything. There's not really much we can do about that. (laughs) But, but, I'm going to let you know right now, your baby's perfectly safe, perfectly healthy. The only problem is, it's not on this continent. Where the f*** is it? Um, he's actually in Bangladesh, where the baby you have now is supposed to be. How, how, how am I supposed to get my son back? No, don't worry. It was. It's a really easy process. It's going to take 48 hours, tops. Okay, how, how is this process going to work? Oh well, you you just bring the you just bring the baby you have now, your little Bangladesh baby, you know, <laughs> and you bring it up to the hospital. You know, drop it in the drop box. There's a designated drop box, okay? And then you'll just go into the door right beside the drop box, and we should have your baby there in 48 hours. I I, I don't I don't know how that's yeah, that's even possible. It's gonna take 48 hours to get my son back. I was just supposed to go drop this random baby in a drop box somewhere, you know, just, here you go, just go. Well, well, sir, sir, <laughs> the baby is all the way in Bangladesh, you know, you know, it, it, it's, it's really far away, you know, give me a break now, you know, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta book tickets, we have to get somebody to go and get this kid, it's, I mean, it's not my fault, I'm not the one that's no. the shift, but, you know... <laughs> I'm still I'm still confused on how this whole situation got mixed up. How did my kid get mixed up with the Bangladesh baby? Look, look, you shouldn't be confused. That's not your baby. Obviously. <laughs> you know. No, just, 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 just calm down. Like, you sound like you want to kill me right now, but... I don't know what else to do. I, I mean, well, I, you, I just sir, don't know. Sir, I just gave you clear instruction. If you want your baby back, you need to follow this instruction. Don't. I, I don't know how to follow don't, instructions. How you just going to go drop the baby in a dropbox? Don't threaten me. Your baby is the one that's in Bangladesh right now. How am I just supposed to drop some random baby in a drop box? Like, do I put them in a packet or, you know... <laughs> oh, don't worry, though, because this is Savannah, Indiana, from Blazing 98.5. You've been proved! This is your station. I like this right The People's Station. Monuments. Falcon. Here, here comes the heat, y'all. It's time for what? Football time. In trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the My 20. concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so Parsons on the move! And like a Parsons is in! He's hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third long, it's Von Miller! Putting his stamp on this one! Good for you. <laughs> I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends! This is us! The ball comes out of his hand! Toward the end zone! Picks up! Feels bad for Deshaun <laughs> Watson Put coming back and having terrible in performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57! This is Blunt Football Talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. Oh, 
What up, motherfuckers? What up, motherfucker? Yo, I really did forget how fucking funny that bit was. Like, I'm not even lying. I really forgot how. Dude, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, oh, I was like, I baby. Deanna, Frank, one of her friends, who had just had a baby. That was great. Um, anyway, shout out to Savannah, Indiana, one of the great long time, like long time hosts at Wake and Make America Radio, Wake and Make America Show. So shout out to her. It is Blunt Football Talk. That's pro football done unprofessionally. As fuck. So unprofessionally, he forgot his line. Anyway, but uh, I'll still give you that, dude. So it wasn't forgetting my line, Mr. Guy. <laughs> you dick. It is a beautiful Saturday here in Colorado. Um, and of course, shout out to all of our listeners all over the country. Check in from where you're at. A couple people checking in over on the Insties, sending in some messages from over in the best place on the planet, right? Baltimore. Okay, sorry. I made that up. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> it might be a nice place. Look, my brother-in-law lives in Baltimore. It's a nice place, but it's just not nice, right? Because, you know, I don't know. It's not nice here. It's snowing. Like snow, I guess. It's nice. I mean, yeah, it's quiet. It's peaceful. I I don't like the snow, and no, it's not feet yet. But I mean, we're getting somewhere. It's already about a good quarter of an inch to a half inch out there. I mean, going, now going yeah, hard hard for the snow. Yeah, you get a big storm in the west coast. You never know. There could be. Yeah, I'm at the storm breaker altitude. I'm at about 7,200 feet. The the most snow will be between 74 and 6,600 feet. No, it's basically going to dump a gallon on me. Think, think the other way. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, a little bit of mix. We are getting snow. Yeah. I'm down at the bottom. Somebody check the comments. Let's see what we got in the comment section before we jump into this next segment. Street dot. So Street Doc said something about, I'm having a hard time seeing it because the computer is like so far away from oh. where I'm sitting. Cause I'm kind of leaning back in the chair, just chilling. See, so he says, uh, the reason oh, I have a right now. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is gonna get the MVP and Brockford is gonna get the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, but he still feels like Kansas City is gonna let him get a taste of it. I'm for but this is probably going to be a, a rivalry, and a street doctor is from Cali. He says so. He's definitely going for the Niners. I'm from I'm from California without an ocean. Arizona? Anybody? Arizona? <laughs> that's, no, that's not the same, my guy. Uh, in Phoenix, that's just like, Mexico extended. Sure. You a motherfucker for that, but Tim. You a motherfucker. As a, as a black man, white man, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> As a mixed individual, I'm very mixed up about how I feel about you. All right. But anyway, so. Um, <laughs> okay, he's a Raiders fan. Oh, okay. <clears throat> My daddy's a Raiders Can't fan. Can't hit on the Raiders. I, grew up loving, I actually grew up loving watching the Raiders and the Chargers. I, because I'm, you know, I'm a Southern Arizona, Southern California guy. So I fucking hate the 49ers. And my mean ass grandma was a 49ers fan. It's always like your mean grandparents. You're like, I want to like your fucking football team. Your football team's why you're a dick. And you find out later that's not actually true, but it's too late by then. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a Cowboys fan. I mean, it's, it's just been too late for them. All right, so my mom was a Cowboys fan. She almost got me. She almost got me. All right, so anyway, let's move forward with the gist of it as we are, of course, taping our live show for this week. 
It is, of course, the AFC-NFC reaction show. We've already done the AFC game, so now we're going to switch gears and flip over to the NFC game. And, of course, this is Wake and Bake America Radio. That's professionally unprofessional radio, folks. Check it out. Hey, do you like our new slogan, by the way? I borrowed that from us and then recreated it. Kind of be in line with it, right? It is right? professionally unprofessional. Yes. Make America Radio. That's where very everyone nice. is professionally unprofessional. If you ever talk to us on Instagram, you will get fucking roasted. Hmm. We have no punches. No punches. Our girl roasters go harder than any dude I've ever met. They're vicious. Ooh, Grandpa was a season ticket holder. Vicious. So fun fact. As I can relate to Street Doctor myself, my grandpappy was a season ticket holder from the day the Cardinals moved to Arizona, though. And I was probably back then, I was probably about seven years old in 88. So, um, and so long story short, um, my family, we've been going to Cardinals games our whole life. And now I live in Colorado and I have soccer tickets because it's not the Cardinals. <laughs> hey, you got you know what you got to do. I love season tickets. By the way, bro. Go switch hey, backs. Oh, you know that that's the season starting. We're going to have some games to go to. You own snow pants just in case it happens to be like a March snow game? Because that happens in soccer a lot early on. Uh, I don't know what snow pants are. I do. I'm from a place where oh. there are palm trees. So I absolutely know what fucking snow pants are because I hate freezing. You know this, man. Okay, exactly. I'm from a place where there's palm trees. I don't use snow pants, so why the fuck would I need to know what they are? I would say that if you're from a cold place, you can, like, suck it up, buttercup. But if you're from a warm, delightful, delectable place where everybody has a swimming pool like we are, then, yeah, I think you should know what snow pants are for sure, fucker. Dude, I got long johns. Yeah. Good. What's that, Chris? They were, they were wearing snow pants this year down south. Right? My cousin called me. She's like, I got my parka out. I was like, bitch, you live in Tampa. Quit. <laughs> hey, if it gets below fucking 60 degrees, the oh, yeah. wind come out. It was like negative 20 here, and that was without the wind chill. With the wind chill, it's even colder. And, uh, yeah. Well, no, it was legit like negative like 5 to 10 here, but it was negative like 35 with the wind chill. My pipes literally froze, so we had no heat. We had to get space heaters to fill the pipes. Like, it got crazy. And she's over here bitching about having to get a park out in 40 degrees, and I'm like, girl, I'll slap you when I come see you this summer, I swear. <laughs> anyway, so um, let's get to this Lions game. I have a sticky note. You guys know I love my sticky notes because I still handwrite my notes like an old school producer um, and an old school uh, director. I write my, I handwrite all my notes for the show. I, I send you guys digital notes, but I like to handwrite mine. Um, so this is the stat I have for you in the Lions 49ers game. And I think that this actually, what I'm about to tell you, I think explains everything that went wrong for Detroit. Okay. So you ready for this? In the first half of the game, Christopher, and I'm going to call Chris out because, uh, again, check out check out uh, High Spectrum. Chris is on the Wake and Bake America show. It returns the week after the Super Bowl, the weekend after the Super Bowl, rather. Um, we return with that show. <laughs> and former superstar and lead host on the show, Cammy Renee, returns uh, the week after for a Friday night show. Well, we're going to be dun, visiting. Dun, dun. We're going to be visiting a documentary that we watched called "The Curious Case of Natalia Barnett." Um, it just, listen to me. Max doesn't pay us to tell you this, but we have to tell you that that's where the documentary is. If you'd like to catch up before then, Chris, I told Chris that that was his homework for the next three weeks or through the four or five week winter break was that he needed to watch that uh, two season documentary because the, the case is so crazy. So anyway, that's coming up. Um, Oh, dang. Cammy's actually looking into 
some stuff. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so I'm going to keep quiet. But she's looking into some stuff that we'll be covering um, as she's the lead reporter on that case. With that said, um, that's going to be a great thing to go over and have some fun with that. But let's do this, guys. Here we go. So the Lions, my stat, right? Before we get too sidetracked, because you know how this show is. <laughs> ADHD as fuck. This show is like ADHD on pot, basically, for football and other <laughs> Anyway, so, um, Sorry. so the Detroit Lions, they had their way with the 49ers in the first half. They ran all over them. They did what they wanted to them and then contained them on defense, correct? Yeah. They, yep. they really needed to change some things up in the second half instead of doing the same old trick. Okay. So let me just give you guys a stat that I think decided the game for the Lions. And I actually blame the offensive coordinator for Detroit Lions, to be quite frank with you. <clears throat> seven runs. Seven runs. I'm going to say that one more time. Seven runs. That's how many times the Lions ran the ball the entire second half. That's not an awesome game because you kept, clock time, you kept keeping time on the clock by not running the ball and running time off the clock. So what that virtually does is, is it does what I call the Patrick Mahomes effect. You keep giving a great team the ball and they're going to fucking beat you. This was the problem with, this was the problem with Baltimore. You keep giving Patrick Mahomes the fucking ball and he's going to beat you. Me and my son were having a talk and I'm going to break down next week exactly how each team should, should be able to beat each other. And whoever imposes the specific wills I'm going to talk about will win the fucking Super Bowl. It's that simple. There's no way around it. Um, and I'm going to advocate for both teams because I'm a good journalist, even if I fucking hate the 49ers, okay? So go fuck yourself. Now, with that said, um, Cardinals fans don't like 49ers, and I grew up with a Cowboys fan and a Raiders fan in my house, so we fucking hated the 49ers. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, look, even Street Doctor gets it. Yup, he gets it. He gets it. So let's do this, though. Damn right. Let's do this, guys. You got damn right, Smokey. Now let's pop up another bone rip. Now, I want to hear your guys' reasoning. That's my that's my only take is seven runs in the second half. You gave the game to the San Francisco 49ers and with clock. That's like asinine. I don't blame him for the fourth and goal, but I do blame him for not taking the three points earlier when he went on it for fourth on fourth down, just so you know. Yeah, with St. Brown, they really should have been running that ball a hell of a lot more than they were. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they got, listen, I'm going to tell you the most fatal mistake that, that young coaches make. And Dan Campbell's not a young coach in the sense of coaching, but he's a young coach in the sense of being a head coach, right? The boss, the, the guy that runs the organization from the, from basically outside of the front office down, right? The GM's front office, right. the head coach is the, is the back office, if you would. And so I think he just made the fatal mistake earlier on. And being Dan Campbell during the season and not understanding that points are hard to come by in the playoffs, he should have took the three points early on, honestly, and then ran the damn ball and, and tried to chew up clock. They gave the 49ers the ball back with enough time that the 49ers gave them the ball back with enough time to still try and win. Yeah, you could almost tell yeah, could that have. game was hot in the second half. <laughs> God, they were terrible to give them the game. How do you <laughs> How do you finally have a decent running team? NFL script, man. NFL script. Facts, yo. Oh, I'll, speaking of the Detroit, and uh, Eminem has guaranteed, has vowed, he will get them a Super Bowl. Those are Eminem's words. Uh, I don't know how, 
I don't know I don't what know he's going to do. But he's going to do it, he said. He has, you know, very little athletic ability. Um, but he said he's going to do it. His rap athletic ability is great. Athletic ability. Although I did, he did used to play in like the remember the like the MTV All Star uh, 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 celebrity and NBA player uh, basketball games and stuff like that. He used to play yeah. in those. Like to shoot a pop, to shoot a little pop jumper. Not gonna lie, a little M can ball. And he's little. He's shorter than I am for sure. And I'm, I'm not short. I'm just not tall. We've always said that. Is he gonna buy into the team? That's what short is. Fuck you, man. Tall enough to do what I want. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really, can you reach the top shelf? Actually, yeah. Without climbing on anything. Yep. In the grocery store. Yep. But it's not easy. I'd be up on the like I'd be doing like ballet moves to get up there on my tippy toes to get it. Like I don't be on my tippy toes. I'd be on the top of my toes. <laughs> hey, look, when you're you fucking Jackson it out there. <laughs> when you're only five ten because you're in cleats, it's rough being a quarterback, okay? Shut up. Now bite it. Yeah, without the cleats, you're five eight. No, without the cleats, I'm five nine and three quarters, and you're a dick for that, actually. But anyway. Um, I don't know what size you use, inch and a quarter, two inch, it doesn't matter. That's an measurement because he ain't got no hair. In bad weather, yeah, I use longer cleats and it's cool. I feel like I'm six feet tall in those. I really do. Like, damn, this is what you tall fuckers feel like? Nice. Now, I might be getting closer to five. Look, I might be getting closer to five, eight, dude. I'm I'm, I'm in that pre-50 age now. You dig? (laughs) So, start shrinking a little, actually. Would not have any hair on top of that pretty bald head of yours. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I can laugh because I'm, I'm bald. I hate you, too. Either way. Nah. All right, so. <clears throat> Chris, how painful was that NFC championship loss? I've had an NFC championship loss and a Super Bowl loss as a Cardinal fan, so I know how it feels. I don't get me twisted. I'm proud of the season they had. Absolutely. But I called this season for them. I knew they were going to be. Let, let I, think, all right, just I think I know what he's oh. going to say. What's that? No, 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 I'm really bad about that. Go. Mr. Yawn. They, they had a hell of a season. I'll give them that. But they really gave that game to the 49ers. Hands down. <laughs> Their, their running coordinator should have done way more than what he did. I actually don't disagree with you. I, I think that their so, play caller on offense really, really kind of dropped a ball. Whoever that guy happens to be during game time situations is that's the person to drop the ball there. So would you say that the Lions did the, did the most Detroit Lions thing possible in that game? And I'm not trying to be, like, be funny, no, but honestly, because I, I, there's a guy – well, then There's they a guy I work with who's a Detroit Lions fan, and that's exactly what he said to me. And I was like, damn. Don't damn, me. y'all feel- Get up. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. I'm like, damn. I'd be- I- How do you go from going through two coaches and finally getting a coach that does good for the team and shows forward momentum, and then in the final showdown, you blow it? I just think that the team let Dan Campbell down. I, 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 you know, I was quoted under pressure in the internet's world as saying that Dan Campbell let that Dan Campbell did not let the Lions down. The Lions let Dan Campbell down. He really put him in a position to win. But I think that calling those passing plays and getting to Brody 
against a great 49ers passing defense. You have a fumbled football by the running back when they were trying to run clock. And then, of course, let's not kid ourselves about that catch, um, that acrobatic catch that, like, a hundred times out of ninety nine, that's not caught, man. Yeah, just the way Brandon Ayuk should have caught that ball. I'm just saying. When you have a guy like St. Browns that can run the ball just as good as Barry Sanders did, why aren't you? Mm -hmm. Well, buddy, you better calm that down. That's a little too much. I mean, well, I don't, I don't know. Montgomery, Montgomery can't run that guy that ball. I, you know, what I'm saying St. Brown is a great Baby receiver. Ch- Montgomery, you take it back now. <laughs> I don't, I'm, just, I'm not a liar. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like I was cool and from Detroit. That's all. Well, like I said, I'm, I'm proud right, of so, you. No, you, you would agree. It was a good season. Hopefully, they can change some things next year that won't let that go down. Damn! I just caught a microphone about to fly off the table. Tight. Why'd you knock it off the table, Trey? Interrupt this man talking. Yeah, but I I agree with uh with uh Mr. Chris over there. Uh, it's the high spectrum. He's right. They they do need to get some things tightened up, and hopefully this last game taught them. You know, stick with what brought you to the game, to the dance. Right. If running is what got you there to open up that passing game, do it. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> like, a running a running team when they had good running backs. You know what I mean. Right, but they didn't have the good defense and offense or quarterback at the same time. They had it all this year. I think they're going to get it mostly back. So I'm hoping they they try and run it back. Right, like seriously. That's all we can do is hope. Absolutely, that's all we can do is hope. Oh, this rip is gravy. All right, so let's move on. Let's go to the Pro Bowl weekend. Anything exciting for you, gents, about the Pro Bowl weekend? I'm going to go with mine first. Simple. Uh, it's Baker. It's it's Baker. It's Buda Baker making the Pro Bowl five straight. Um, that's just. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to mute you. My bad. Five straight. That's fucking awesome. That's all I got to say. I'm gonna go it over to you, Chris. Anything about the Pro Bowl other than your guys will actually be able to attend? Yeah. Rub it in. No, I. <laughs> I, I didn't even. Don't worry. All trace players aren't didn't even make the Pro Bowl. And the Pro Bowl pick this year was kind of tough, wasn't it? The pro first off, most of the Pro Bowl, just so you know, is a fucking popularity contest. All right. This yeah, is why I don't have a lot really of I mean, it's it's great to be selected. The biggest weight is given to the voters that are that are former players and 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 writers and and and, and broadcasters, of course. Uh, but the fan has a huge weight in that popularity contest as well. I've always felt like the Pro Bowl when the fan was allowed to be in contest, right? Same as the NHL All-Star game, same as yeah, no, it really All-Star did. Game. I said the all-star game for the Yeah. Do you the, the writers and the people who really understand the game and the stats, they get a bigger a bigger weighted say in that. But the fan still has a huge hand in it too, right? That's why you're like, why is he fucking here? And my guy's not. My guy's murdering the stats. And it's there's a reason why. It's a it's a popular contest. It's because of the fan vote. They, they even send out emails and shit now. Don't forget to pick your favorite player for the Pro Bowl or right. for the All-Star game or whatever. Because it's a TV show, and they want viewers exactly. and a view if your guy's there, or if you've got representation there. Here's the deal. The skills challenges, love them, just like I love the NHL skills challenges. MLB skills challenges are a little booty to me. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and, uh, and there's no challenge, in my eyes, harder than probably 
the end challenge at the NHL All-Star game because it's just a whole myriad of shit you got to do perfectly to win. And then I would say the quarterback bucket challenge where they're tossing fucking 60-yard bombs trying to get it into this little circle for points. The the quarterback accuracy challenge is probably the hardest challenge in football, hands down. Oh, oh no, sir. You 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 obviously have not watched the skills challenge this year. Uh, this year I, they have uh, their snappers. Snappers are up on there trying to get points. That seems hard as hell. Yeah, they're, well, they're not. They're like actual snapper snappers, but they're like long snapping for points. That's crazy. So weird. Weird. Yeah. Off on my senior football yeah. team, I was the long snapper on the punt unit. And everybody asked why. And coach was like, have you seen this dude's shoulder presses? So I just had unusually weird strength to just fling the ball in any direction, whether that was through my legs behind me, behind my back, over arm, sidearm, you know, whatever. And so they're like, hey, let's try you as the long snapper on the punt team. And I was like, dude, if it means I'm getting in for another play, I'm in. Because you know how it is in school. You're like, fuck, man, if you're going to play me, I'll do whatever you fucking want. If you want to fucking run into a fucking into the goalpost, if it'll distract somebody, I'll fucking do it as long as I get to play. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's do this. But yeah, I just that's an odd, obscure thing that I started doing in peewees, right? And I just got really good at right. it. I just didn't say stay big because in peewees, you usually play like line your first year in that age group. And then your second year in the age group, you move to skill position. Then the next year you move back to line in that age group. And then you get, move up to the skill positions, you know, and they, cause they really want you to get you around to get you playing, you know, when you're in peewees. So I just started, I, I got good at it as a peewee and I just kept doing it all the way through high school. It's weird, weird fact. So I guess I shouldn't rag on, you know, our boy, the punter there on ESPN so much anymore, huh? <laughs> anyway. It's not the, it's uh, not the, punter, it's the long snappers. It's just crazy. I mean, if, if you guys are uh, watching or listening to us live, uh, at least where we're at on ABC right now, they're showing the Pro Bowl uh, challenge, skills challenge. Right now, it's uh, persistent passing. Oh, yeah. It did start at like 1230, didn't it? Or at 12, I mean. No, 12, 12 yeah. Yeah. So, the thing but is, it, I'm not going to watch the Pro Bowl challenge. I'm not 100% sure if I'm going to watch the Pro Bowl because since it was moved to the middle between the Super Bowl like 20 years ago, I have not actually been watching it in protest, if you want to know the truth. I like watching the skills challenge, not going to lie, but I rarely watch the Pro Bowl game. I did watch it last year when they switched to flag football. It was actually really good. I'm not going to lie to you. And I don't want my player. Look, the people who don't, who want tackle football for the all-star Pro Bowl, I think you're ridiculous. I'm not going to lie to you. I think you're absolutely fucking ridiculous. Why would you want your guy to potentially get injured and have his fucking season ended before it even starts next year? Do you get what I'm digging at? So I'm like, no, flag football's brilliant. You, if you tear a knee or a hand, remember it's flag football. If you do a knee or yeah, last year anyway. Uh, if you do, <laughs> I, I watched the first flag football version because I wanted to see if it was going to be cool or not. But anyway, so I just yeah. think that look, if you if you want to see these guys smash into each other for minimal money when they're the top literally the top tiered players on your team. That's your prerogative. I actually was 100% behind the flag football change. Um, I just want them to move it back out further after the Super Bowl, like maybe even two weeks after the Super Bowl. And the reason I say that is because move it into the off season for one, but two, get it away from the Super Bowl and maybe even, maybe even in, launch it in like the week before, you know, I mean, maybe played in later in March when it's nicer. The week before, increase the you know the attendance and do it the week before um, the, uh, the the United Football League starts now, because that's all tied in right. with the NFL now. 
and it's all tied in with ESPN and Fox now, which are the are two big contributors to the broadcasting of, of most of the sports, but in general football too. So I'm actually all for what's going on, but I just, I've never been a fan of the Pro Bowl game um, being moved in between. I say move I, it back to after the Super Bowl so everybody gets a chance to play. And I don't want to hear this shit about Daytona because most football fans aren't fucking racing fans. Let's keep it 100. You want racing fans that are football about fans? Daytona. Go to the college community. It's out. It's the week after the Super Bowl, and so a lot of people don't want it. Um, or is that the, is that this weekend? Am I fucking that up? No, no it's, it's not the, this weekend. It's the week after the Super Bowl. Then, okay, um, you make it a week after that. Then who gives a shit? It was a terribly fucking horrible compromise with NASCAR. I think for TV st- reasons, and it had nothing to do with the fan. And I just think it's fucking absurd because the fan does not want to watch their watch everybody but the best two teams allegedly right be there. right it's exactly. it's almost like it's a loser's ball more than anything it becomes the loser's ball the consolation prize yeah yeah the other all-stars aren't there so just call me crazy i don't want to harp on it i want to move on but call me crazy but that's why i don't now something i do watch though is the nhl all-star weekend and the nhl yes game because it's mid-season which is fun for me i would never approve of this in football the contact level of american football is so much greater than any other sport on the planet even hockey believe it or not while they're traveling much faster and the hits look more vicious the it's still hands down that football is more padded it's just football is considered the most vicious sport because of the lack of the speed of the game which is why hockey is to me hands down the second most vicious sport and i'll tell you why because i've had somebody flying to me at like 25 30 miles an hour as i was a goalie which means i'm a stationary fucking object for lack of better words i've had somebody flying to me at like 25 30 miles an hour it doesn't feel good it's like getting hidden by a car the size of a human it fucking hurts you're like god damn and and, and there's a lot of padding on goalies believe it or not i tell people all the time there's a few pucks i've never that have bruised me that's it and one was for a russian kid who was tr- a kid from russia who was on the russian junior olympic team that was trying out for colorado college and i just happened to be getting ready to come off ice and net and, and one of the scouts for Colorado college was like hey man you're good enough to stop a few pucks which you might stand in there dude came down and shot a fucking slap screamer right at my chest and i felt that and i was like this is the difference between playing recreational hockey and playing collegiate hockey right there buddy holy shit that was hard yeah yeah, you're not much more than you are football, though. Most people that don't know, I stayed playing sports after the age of of relativity in any sport through recreational sports, and so I played a lot. Like when I stopped playing competitive type football, I played some competitive flag football though, and then I finally just was like, I'll just play rec league and I'll play some softball. My knees are shot. <laughs> But so I talk a lot about some fun sports that I got an opportunity to play some rec league stuff. And then you play, uh, and, and I was like probably 22 years old and in and, and, and college just playing rec league ice hockey. Right. And I, that guy, and I was like, damn, I would have needed to have been playing this since I was a kid to be used to that. <laughs> yeah. Let's go next yeah, that was topic. I just want to say, do you guys have anything to say about the chiefs and the 49ers? I'm going to abstain actually from this subject because I have such an intricate breakdown of how each of these two can win the game that I've already been working on since each of these two became eligible to play in the next game. And I knew who the two were, so I knew who you had to just, you know, work against and for and what you had to work for. But anyway, so I'm not going to say anything, but do you guys have any comments in our way too early for Super Bowl looks? Um, no, but I have an interesting stat if you'd like to hear that. 
Oh fuck well, you! Well, that stat. It's 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 a number <laughs> thing. So uh, Taylor Swift and her Swifties have brought in thirty three or three hundred thirty one million dollars to the NFL since her and Travis Kelsey started dating. I just want to say, just, uh, you, hate that, you hate on that. First off, from a business perspective, you're a twat. Second off, Facts. from a second off from a sort of like what I call the Hollywood story perspective. And, and I, Cammy said that she didn't like this part either. But they, uh, if you feel like the NFL shoving a love story down your throat, I hate you and you're a yeah. twat. And then because they are, but I they just are. hate you because. And this is for the third reason that despite the big burly voice and the very, um, shall we say, um, I'll use this word, masculine choice of sports. I used to box a little too, guys. So I didn't mind getting punched in the face a little bit. Um, it, it, you get to an age where that's, that's not funny. Ouch, man. I'm actually really cute. That hurt, bro. Like, I've been told I'm cute, so that's fucked up, man. And not just by my mom, asshole. <laughs> uh, your grandma doesn't count either. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> All right, Sorry, so. Um, that was funny. I just will say that I'll abstain from any takes on the way too early. But, um, yeah, I, I will say this on the love take is that you know I love love. I, I, I am a practicing Buddhist now. I've gotten away from the more, you know, I've got to be a burly beat your ass guy. And I've gotten more into a guy that meditates, you know, four to five, six times a week for a few five, three, three to five hours of total time a week. I've, I've, I've changed a bunch. I love, love, I love, love stories now. I think it's, I think it's awesome because this is a fucking football love story and two careers that I had a very big and long career. I dropped albums for those of you that don't know and had some songs on the radio for those of you that don't know. And so coming from the music side of that and coming from the football side of that and that being a mesh up of everything my life's been about, I fucking love this. And I love what this is for football because there's an entire group and now even like designer industry just got her uh, her right to, to the, the maker of Taylor Swift's jacket, uh, her Kelsey jacket. Yeah. Um, she has the right to produce that and, and distribute it publicly, not just for her homies, right? And not so his, that, not just his shirt, but any, she's licensed by the NFL to make any of them. Yes. So she's going to be able to produce stuff. If you want something custom made, you're going to be able to go to her and get it custom made if you've got that kind of quap, plop, drop. So I just I just love it. I think it's great. And even Cammy is fucking hating on it. Miss love, love, miss positivity. No, it's because it's, they're making it so commercialized and forcing it down her throat. I understand it's a beautiful thing. You don't have to show half the game. Of, I mean, granted, she was only on the screen for five minutes or five seconds, but it's all that people talk about when she's there. Oh, Taylor Swift is here. Taylor Swift is here. Okay, can we talk about the game? I understand these guys are in love. Is she going to be this there? This is the game. No, go fuck yourself. Chris and yeah, I have been she's going to be there. She's going to be there. What do you think? And even he just there? said, hey, hold on, Chris, hold on. Just confirm this because he was talking when you said it, but I caught it. Chris just said, wait, she's hating on it about Cammy because even he's surprised. Right. That's all. Oh, Cammy's obviously not a Swifty, so. And I'm usually the one that's like, oh, this really, person. but. Come on. I'm not a Swifty, but this Jerry's is a Swifty. Awesome. This is one of the elite players in fucking Swifty. Okay, I'm a little a bit of a Swifty. I'm not gonna lie. I don't I don't have her in I have a few okay. so I don't have her normal he's, songs. He's in her play his playlist. 
Especially the exactly. Christmas That's why. <laughs> I got a Christmas album right in there with Megan Trainer. Go fuck yourself. I hate all of you. I am a I am a multiracial heterosexual male with five kids and a model wife. And I'm telling you, I like Taylor Swift. Go fuck yourself. Oh, okay. Like, I like okay. Country, except for I had to say you're a Swifty. You just tried to deny you're a Swifty, dude. Oh, I was a country DJ for like I know four or five yeah. years. I actually like country music. I did a lot of redneck weddings. Very fun. Um, to be one of like three to zero black people there and brown people there. And uh, it's fun. Redneck weddings are great. You do meet the one drunk racist uncle there, though, I promise you. And he says something that tries to define that he's come a long way and it doesn't sound any less racist. That really happened. More racist than it did. Like yeah, the, it, the redneck drunk uncle. He means it in the nicest way possible, but it comes off in the most racist fucking way ever. I've been to plenty of uh, those There's parties. Polynesian. <sighs> And white person getting married, right? Great wedding, uh-huh. pig roast. Oh man, wonderful! They demanded, of course, that they have. They actually hired two DJs. They hired two of us, the top hip hop DJ at the time in town, <coughs> which was my business partner. <coughs> and then they asked him to find a top country DJ. So of course he comes and gets me because I'm one of the top country DJs in town. Also, I'm like, I'm like probably ranked fifth in hip hop, but I'm ranked one in country. Right. And so brings me in. And, uh, so we start the country routine and we're switching off because of the country versus hip hop routine. So we switch off to the country routine. So I start DJing the country music, this dude in like a 10 gallon fucking Stetson hat, big old redneck cowboy belt. Right. Good old boy. Had seen the guy with, had seen the guy with wavy hair. That's a, that's blazing, right. DJing. And, and and wavy long hair down his back, you know, like, because he's got the Blasian hair, but it's still got a little Afro sheen. <laughs> and so you got this guy that he's seen DJing this whole time. So when he sees him walk out from behind the turntables and you can't see the turntables, he sees him walk out from where they are and he's hearing country music. Obviously, his curiosity got the best of him and he wanted to see, well, then who's DJing if it's not him? Comes around the corner, sees my brown, black, white ass that you never really know what I am. You, most people genuinely have to ask. It's great. Or they just assume, which is even better because they rarely assume correctly. <laughs> so um, assuming. they rarely f- assume correctly because I'm actually an Afro Latino whose mom is white. Fun fact. So anyway, so they always right. assume correctly. So um, he grabs his fucking belt, nods his head a few times and goes, some bitch. And just walks off, just tap into the song. And yeah, we that's that racist. You know, right he did not expect you there. And he's like, absolutely okay. he was taken back by the fact that it was someone that did not look like him that was throwing it the fuck down, mashing up some yeah. fucking Alan Jackson and Garth Brooks at that moment, literally, by the way. Yeah. It was great. It's like a moment in my life that I'll never forget. But anyway, we do need to get out of here. So, my comment for the way too early free agency talk is Derek Henry. Cowboys, I want a ring. Hear me oh. out here. So I did a little bit of research, watched a couple talk shows, dug in to make sure that they weren't full of shit either, and found out that he actually lives in the Dallas area. So he could drive to practice without leaving real home. I mean, let's let's be real. Driving over in Dallas is going to take you an hour and a half. 
if you've never been, you've never been. You know I lived in Dallas for an internship in college, and yeah, absolutely, it takes a, like, I used to leave at like six in the morning to go to a downtown job that I have to be to until nine, because I'd rather just sit down in the in the mall underneath downtown and get coffee or something, right. and then waste my time sitting up, uh, or waste my time being sitting in traffic instead. I'm one of those people that I'll go to work an hour early, and go to a coffee shop or a bagel shop or a sandwich shop and get something to eat or and some coffee and and waste time downtown rather than get stuck in traffic i'm bougie like that i would rather go just be where i gotta be and then go find something to do until it's time to be there that i have control over like a you know a coffee food sandwich shop we're gonna be waiting forever for food you know now guys Facts. what do you think about eric henry though living in dallas i want to ring i think that we can all agree that they were absolutely a power back short while Tony Pollard did a great job running the ball on the edge like we all knew he would we can all I think agree that they missed Zeke pretty bad yeah, I mean the mysterious it... <laughs> Zeke didn't really it's, do much this year did he? in New England by the way fun fact not a, not, not an all yeah he was New England's power back last season and their run game wasn't yeah. bad it was well Anyway, we'll see what happens with Mac Jones. Don't don't miss my way too early quarterback draft. It will be starting. Uh, I think it's the week of March first or second. Or the first. It's like the first through the eighth of March, sometime in there. Tenth, ninth of March when we get back. I don't know the exact date. I'm not going to lie to you off the top of my head. I think it's actually the ninth of March. Looking at the calendar, <laughs> see, I was pop up the calendar real quick. We return the ninth of March um, from football break, and that's right when free agency will be heating the fuck up. And so we're going to have lots yeah. to talk about. Um, we're also going to be coming back talking about March Mad or, or no, it'll be too early for March Madness on that show. But uh, March Madness will be coming a couple weeks after that where we're going to have some fun with that is we are the most unqualified people to give you advice on your bracket. And we're still going to do it. We're yeah. still going to do it. I mean, Trey will do it. Trey will. We're, we're going like, to pick a know, bracket. I'll make a bracket. It'll get busted like the first day. Bro. Like 99% of America's will be. Do you know how many times I've gotten through the first, just the first round perfect in doing, wait for me to explain that I've been doing brackets going back to seventh grade when I moved to Colorado at Sproul Junior High and Mr. Carlson and Mr. Mason's classes. Mostly Mr. Mason's history class because I also had him for break right before, or not Mr. Mason, I'm sorry, but uh, Coach Carlson, Coach, and, and all the coaches, and Mr. Mason, who was a history teacher, they would all have us do brackets for to teach history, to teach something mathematical or fun, you know? So fun. Because uh, one of my coaches was the shop teacher. One of my coaches was the um, – was, was a math shop teacher. class? Do they even have that anymore? Do they even – I don't know. Yeah, you know, my daughter took welding, so I would digress and say yes, actually. Here. Cool. That mm. sucks. Yeah, like they like I've been talking to people and they're like, yeah, no, I've never taken a shop class. I'm like, what? You never take a shop? You need to like, or, listen, you're young. Even if it's home basic training, you need you need vocation you need to take some type of vocational thing. You need like home ec because you need to learn that 350 is a is really for an hour is like a solid, you know, three inch deep, you know, baking dish. Um, um, um right around a time to start checking on it, right? Like an enchiladas or something, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? A lasagna. Mm -hmm. You know, like people, you need to know that it's three fifty for an hour. You need to know that. You need to know that. You know how to thread a needle and sew. I will sew your fucking skin if I have to. That's because that's the first thing I do. 
it doesn't make me qualified to do anything, but I could sew you up because I took sewing and I took first aid. And just like in those games where you have to like use different traits to build a better potion or a better trait in RPGs, I, uh-huh. I, I sewing and first aid. So life. I sew that's you. life, man. <laughs> I'm not going to be in a situation where I need you to sew me, but that's good to know. So if I ever get into a situation where that, I'm hey, coming to you. apocalyptic world were to come, I'm going to Canada first off because they seem really nice. I'm not going to fuck that. They've got nieces up there. I'm one of those people that I'm like, Mexico sounds really dangerous, but the weather's great. Right. (sighs) (laughs) They're like, how do you feel about her? Do you have a cave for me to hide in? Because at this point, we're not, you know, our, our, you know, America's fell apart because, you know, the great fucking lava basin under Yellowstone. The great lava basin under level Yellowstone filled the Grand Canyon full with lava, and so we got to move. I'm going to Mexico. I mean, if that happens, well, well, because hold on. First of all, first of all, not if, if that super volcano goes off, we won't be around to fucking do anything about it. Fair point. Unless it slowly seeps, we're 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 in a portion where we're fucked. If you are yes. within, I would We're say, probably about 600 miles of the of the lava basin, you're yeah. fucked. The explosion yeah. is going to fuck you guys. Exactly. Hey, Google. Like, hey, look, why is that ground rumbling? How far is Colorado Springs to Yellowstone? Oh, well, it doesn't like me. Hold on. So we're looking at about 11 hours or how many miles, though? Give me the mileage, ho. So this is okay. driving, so you can't just go straight there. It may be a little shorter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like Dallas is 10 hours, and that's almost 700 miles. miles. Hey, no, Denver's fucked, but we're probably right outside of uh, of a major explosion range where we would have time no, 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 to no, no. try to evacuate. As big as that lava flow is, the explosion would kill us. We wouldn't see the lava. The explosion well, would kill us. morning for like the next nine hours with four to eight inches of accumulation which that's down from four to twelve actually that's what she said hey he said four to twelve and came in with four to eight that's that's what some guys do ma'am yeah because the problem with you guys is you're probably gonna get hit by a giant hot rock oh dude that's not cool man it's raining rocks hallelujah listen to me i've had that happen to me welding in a literal controlled micro version of that and down my back i've had one roll down my back i've had one pop up uh like down into my like uh into my long sleeve welding gloves it's not and fell down in there and it's hot rocked my arm um i had molten i had i was i was plasma cutting something and i had molten plasma uh flak literally fall on my boot and burn through and i still have a scar to this day on my toe and it's and it's still like like rough skin like it'll never heal you know scar tissue uh, actually, uh, I would go more to the level of incinerated. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. incinerated in the top muscle there. A little bit of the top muscle was incinerated. Incinerated. Um, it was so bad that I, I literally got sent home so long for my job to heal that I lost my job. Yeah, that kid is a ruthless. They can't do that. Well, it That's ends up illegal. being that. Oh, I know. They just wait for you to come back to work, and they're like, "Oh, here's your pink slip. We uh, don't need you anymore." Extra work, bro. Tell them, Chris. They'll get rid of you quick if you get hurt. 
they'll just do it for other reasons. Yeah, they'll just do it for other shit. Like I had like a few doctor's appointments and they're like, oh, and I got sick. And the minute I got sick, they're like, we don't need you anymore. Here's your pink slip. Yeah, because even with a, a doctor's clearance, they say you're incapable of doing your, the job you were assigned. Basically, yeah. They did put me in the TIG welding room for a while. I actually did not know how to do that and lied and said I did. Had to, I told the dude, just show me what you want me to do because I still understand how to melt metal together. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a great TIG welder. So what? I, if you show me what you're doing and maybe I can see where I go wrong or what I don't do right. And I did. Um, I uh, It's one of those ones where you just... So, full disclosure, both my grandfather and my father are both union trade welders and steam fitters. And so to be clear, I grew up kind of already knowing how to weld before I hit shop class because my papa had a welder in his thing and I used to fuck with his little 110 welder, you know, in in his in his garage out back in his yard. So anyway, my grandpa, my grandpa was really cool. He's like, yeah, go fuck off in there. I'm like, growing up, I'm like, grandpa, I could have like electrocuted myself and molten metals myself. And he's like, yeah, just go fuck with everything. But that's how we fucking love my grandpa. That's how we learned as kids. True though. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here for the day. Um, I'm really excited to have the show with you guys next week. Um, it's going to be a bit of a shorter show because all we were guys try to at least catch, even if it is on replay, the NFL honors will be, I believe it's on CBS. I want to say it may be on ABC. It's definitely not on Fox and I'm pretty sure it's definitely not on NBC to be fair to the football channels, right? I'm pretty sure it's CBS or ABC. I just can't remember which one, but you're going to definitely want to check out the, this year's NFL honors award. Where we're going to find out who this year's MVP is. Um, it is Thursday before the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be absolutely exciting and a great catch. So check it out guys. Other than that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, anything else for me before we get out of here for the day? know how to do a short show no but that's okay uh, like a fish. with no games to recap <laughs> in nfl honors where we really only care about the mvp the rookies of the years on each side of the ball etc i think we'll be okay i think we'll be okay don't worry we'll get back to our structured shows next fall or, or sorry late summer when the preseason starts or when the season starts and we're literally laying down our five games and our power five and this that and the other I kind of like these loose shows that go a little longer because people get to know us outside of the structure. I think that's fun. But uh, you're right, though. We will get back to the try to keep it within an hour, just a little like an hour and 10 at the most. We try to keep it within that 60 to 70 minute range. But, you know, once in a while we get up to 90 because, hey, we're a great show. We're going to get out of here for the day, guys. Enjoy the biggest game of the year in football. No doubt about it. Screw you, college football fans. This is really the biggest game of the year that matters. Yeah. It's it's TV ratings are literally 10 times yours for your championship. Shut up. Hey, what's going on? It's the Hungry Hustling American Dream Afro Man. Wake and bake, America. Yeah, you're chilling with Mr. Ashtray. Uh, that's Mr. Trey, not Ashtray. You're listening to Mr. Trey, and you know why. Yeah. Yeah.